Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres get ready for their first of two against the Orioles at Petco. And we've got Mike Janella here beaming into your living room. Beaming because he physically can't otherwise get there. I can't reach. These wires keep us tethered to the couch here, so I, I wouldn't be able to make it. Alongside Mike, we've got Randy Jones. Or at least we hope we do this time. Still got to get him over the coals for being late. What? Arch, uh, of all people, you, Scanlon, I get it, but you? I thought I was right on schedule. I, what's this? I mean, the half an hour pregame show or something? And rounding out the crew, we've got yet another Randy Jones. This one known as Mike Grace. Hey, you guys, I wasn't quite prepared uh, for the show today. Mike was gracious <laughs> enough to let me use his uh, iPad. Uh, just ready to talk some pitching uh, with people with left hands. Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Randy Jones, and Mike Grace. Happy Tuesday, and welcome to Padres Social Hour. The boys are back in town. Yeah, happy got, Tuesday. Yeah, got two <laughs> interleague series. I'm and a little nervous right Boy, <laughs> it looks like RJ here is ready to buzz the tower oh, wow. with a little fastball right, yeah. at, right at Grace. Uh, give him a little close shave. It's amazing what you don't hear, you know. When, when you're not around. In real time. Yeah. Because you're trying to get down because you're late. <laughs> well, you weren't even late that day. Scan was late that that's day. Right, that's so that, right. that one wasn't your fault. I just had to pretend like I was you. Right, so I we, mean, l- little RJ was little, here. Yeah, little RJ was little here. Little RJ. Right. It was, uh, what was it? Friday, Scanlon was late. Saturday, you were late. I was late. Friday, little RJ, little bobble RJ here took your place. How and had, and had, he had some great analysis. We just heard one bit, and actually, we've got some other analysis. Let's take a look from really? uh, the session with little RJ. Yeah. Does a little bobble RJ have any last words <laughs> for his analysis today? You know, all this offense has been great, but can I just get a starting pitcher to go out there and throw nine innings? Is that too much to ask? Come on, guys. <laughs> I think that's honestly exactly what we'll hear tomorrow when oh, real totally. Randy Jones is here. Not, like too job, <laughs> Not too far off. Not too far off, right? Hey, I- imitation's the sincerest form of flattery, Don't be right? afraid to go nine. Right. I like that. Don't exactly. be afraid to go nine. It was yeah. good. It He'll was put great. it on his gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top line. Oh, uh, welcome in. We're having some fun already. Hopefully you are too. Joining us here before the Padres get set for game one of a two-game set against the Orioles. Played them in Baltimore last week. Now they get them here at Petco Park. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. There's the unfortunate John Jay news, if you haven't heard about that. The broken forearm now. So we'll unpack that there's good news though futures game announcements some more all-star week announcements that we can talk about today uh and we're also uh, gonna of course preview tonight's game and we're hoping to get travis jankowski live here in studio today right. so uh, if travis uh, can stay on schedule we'll try and squeeze him in here before we get out of uh, town and get you to uh the game tonight so we got a lot going on join the conversation however you'd like using hashtag padres sh you can also jump in on the chat happening as we speak at padres.com slash social hour uh, let's get to the big news of the day first uh john jay uh if, if i'm andy green from now on if anything happens medically i'm just saying I don't know, because it's, it's been snake-bitten where he said, dating back to Tyson Ross, not a big deal, this will be fine, we're just getting some rest, and then it ends up being a lot worse than it originally anticipated. Same thing with John Jay here, he gets hit in the forearm by a pitch, Washington Nationals were here on that uh, Father's Day game, and at first they're saying just a contusion, just some swelling, it'll go down, he'll need some rest, he'll be fine. X-rays revealed no breaks, they got an MRI on the road, revealed no break, turns out now that the swelling has subsided enough they got a ct scan and they found that one of the bones is in fact broken four to six weeks i mean what else can this team take on the injury front it's been insane well you you look at it too you got that swelling go down that can happen 
you know, you, you, you hope for the best, but, you know, uh, John Jay looks good in his camo cast, though. It looks good. Yeah, he got a camouflage Cam cast. So yeah. at least if you're going to be hurting, hurt in style, I yeah, guess. Yeah, he's styling, right. Right. Yeah, that, but that's uh, an unfortunate thing. Now we've lost him probably for a few weeks. We'll see how, what happens. But uh, that's not good. Your leadoff guy. No, and a, and a clubhouse guy yeah. and a guy who's been playing good defensively. And not only the leadoff guy, but, I mean, NL leader in doubles, batting 300, getting on base, driving in guys from the bottom of the order. Uh, I mean, this is – where does this rank for you, Gracie, in terms of the severity of all the injuries the team has had this year? Uh, I'd say in the middle of the pack, I'd say it's more of an injury to the future building of this team. Uh, John Jay has been great. He's, he's really rebuilt his value as a center fielder, been great at the plate. Uh, he's a free agent after this year, so probably not likely that the Padres re-sign him. Probably somewhat likely that he was going to be a trade chip to somebody and bring in some more young talent to this team. Uh, if he gets healthy right at the very end or the, the early part of that timetable, four weeks, you might be able to get him in before the trade deadline, rebuild some of that value, and uh, you know send him to a contender. But I, I think that's the biggest harm for this team. I mean, Travis Jankowski has been playing some good ball lately. Right. He can do a lot of the same things that John Jay was doing, especially defensively. Uh, you bring up Alex Dickerson. He's been tearing the cover off the ball in AAA. He's going to bring a little more power. So I feel like they can replace him a little better than you can a Tyson Ross or an Andrew Kashner in the rotation. He's a little more replaceable, even though he has been really good. Uh, I think the real value, devaluing there is what he could have been at the trade deadline, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. And any time you – Kind of lose, you know, you, the core, the leader, the leadoff guy, and the veteran in the clubhouse. Yeah, you're still there, but not the same thing. Well, you're not in the lineup day in and day out. Uh, but, you know, like, I think the trading deadline, I, I don't see the Padres probably giving him a qualifying offer uh, next year. I, yeah, I agree with that. So. Uh, that could be unfortunate if, yeah. if he's still on the DL. Here's how we stand looking at some timetables. So he's on the 15-day DL, retroactive to June 20th, but this is an injury that Andy Green, everyone is saying, four to six weeks, most likely the timetable. So 15-day is only perfunctory in that sense. Um, so, yeah, even at the very early end of that timetable, he's coming back right before that trading deadline, and uh, it will be a very slim window to showcase him to any potential suitors, uh, and that is, that is a big issue. So w Bill Center actually on this show has said that he actually would want to resign Jay if for nothing else to be a veteran leader in the outfield for the young guys next year, if, but if I get the sense that's not really where you guys see this going. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know if John Jay, if, he, if you could re-sign him, but I, you know, like, uh, you know, with a quali if, if you give him a qualifying offer, sixteen million, right around there, right around there, then uh, I don't see that as, as far as value for our center fielder. So, but if they could get into a multi-year deal for less than that, that's something that I would have to look at. I think he's one of those guys you could you could build around as well. Because the issue is, I mean, he's, he's into his early 30s now, yeah. and you have all this bumper crop of kids coming up. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I'll, I'll disagree with Randy on this one. Uh, I, I love the player he is now. I think we're looking at this team probably most likely not really going to be in contention next year. I think that they're slowly building for a couple years down the road. So you need to get Alex Dickerson, Hunter Renfro, Manny Margot. They need to come up, and they need to start getting at-bats. If you sign a guy like John Jay, you're going to have to – He's going to be a valuable enough asset that he's going to get two to three years. And so you're going to take a spot away from a younger guy that you're building towards in your future. If for some reason you wanted him back on for that clubhouse leadership uh, to bring what he does bring to this team, I probably would give him a qualifying offer wow. because it's a one-year gamble. You're not locking him up multi-years. 
maybe he doesn't accept it. You can get that draft pick. It's a huge gamble. Like, I, I totally get that. But uh, John Jay on a multi-year offer doesn't make a lot of sense to me because of what they've got coming up behind him. I mean, Hunter Renfro, uh, Alex Dickerson, what they've done, Manny Margot, you've got outfielders coming up that are supposed to be the future of your team. And given John Jay's age and where this team wants to go, I just don't see how he fits into that long term. Well, I just think you, sometimes you need a veteran leadership with all the young guys. You're That's absolutely about. true. I didn't say John Jay was going to be in the lineup every single day over a three-year contract. And, and he's not going to take that deal, though, then, right? I mean, why would he – Why? I well, mean, who knows he, what's out there for him? I but said, I, I can't imagine him signing here to I be a part-time the, well, player. The big, big word was if. Yeah, lots of ifs in this scenario, exactly. most definitely. You On know. both sides, yeah. If you're the Padres, what is the price for veteran leadership? How much can you go before it's not – a good return on investment I, for John Jay. What do you take now versus I, later? What's I mean, I think he's be? really reestablished his value as a quality center field defender, and that's going to really up his value going into next year. So uh, I think there may have been some question marks coming back, and to be able to play center field here and in the National League West, he's really upped his value. So I think he could be an everyday player for a lot of teams that are in a more of a place to contend than the Padres likely will be next year. Yeah. No, I, I can't disagree with that. The but issue is that now over the next month, month and a half, no well, one will be able to see. And it's just unfortunate. It's just bad timing for everybody I involved. mean, in a sense, you know, it'll be interesting because uh, if he could end right now and just go into his free agent year with the numbers that he's put up, that would probably be a very beneficial thing. He got hurt through no fault of his own. He got hit with a pitch. It's not like you could say he's injury prone, even though he has had a little bit of an injury history in his past. But, I mean, to get hit with a pitch, like if he went into his walk year with the numbers he's put up now, yeah. he, he would actually be in really good shape. He's yeah. got to come back and, and prove himself that last month of the season going into that walk year. Hey, so it's going to be interesting. What, 31? 31, yeah. 31? That's or, ancient hey, by today's hey, standards, Randy. Very bad. Right but, I mean, you, you've really seen it. I mean, free agent contracts past the age of 30, I mean, for the last several years since uh, a certain era, players don't play that well into their mid-30s anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, th th it's a very select few that are able to continue to thrive into that age range. And I think that's probably best kept for another day. <laughs> Randy's takes on aging gracefully. Yeah, we'll get to that uh, some other time. Uh, the in the meanwhile, we're going to step aside. But the plan is uh, Melvin Upton Jr. will bounce between center and left while Travis Jankowski and Alex Dickerson both get playing time in the outfield as well. That according to Andy Green. Hey, quick reminder, MLB All-Star Week is coming to San Diego. Don't miss Soul Pose. They actually announced today that Tony Gwynn Jr. and Chris Gwynn will be at that event, so it should be very fun. It's the ultimate outdoor yoga party on Saturday, July 9th at Waterfront Park. Soul Pose is yoga for everybody. Register now at allstargame.com slash yoga. All right, well, that was some bad news talking about John Jay. When we come back, we'll try and cheer you up with some good news. You're not going to want to miss it. This is Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. 7-10 is the first pitch tonight between the Padres and the Orioles. Yes, We're here is. in the AMR studio. It's going to hey. be Eric Johnson versus Ubaldo Jimenez. Hey, Mike, we got a tweet in. I want you to see. There wow. you go. Mike Janela. Mike Janela picks his nose during the break of Padre Social. Who, <laughs> who said that? Evan, he's watching right over Ethan. How much does Blue for pay you to put uh, that, that in that's there? That's TMI. That's what I, I want to know. That's too much information. You know what I do during breaks? I research. I get ready for the, for the 
segment coming up. That's With your finger in your nose. Yeah. <laughs> live studio audience. I know. Gotta we're, love it. We're uh, security when you need them, man. Honestly, no one's doing their job around here. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Luigi, get on that. Yeah, Luigi, please. <laughs> Luigi, he got some love. He was, at Bal- he was at Baltimore for the series. They were talking about him on the broadcast. Now he's back here. So uh, he knows yeah. he, this is the real show. This is the Luigi's show, right? So we know we're our number one fan. Uh, whatever you want to say, hashtag Padres SH. <laughs> let us know as we move things along. All right, so we talked about last segment, the John Jay injury. Kind of a downer, uh, very much so. Let's try and cheer things back up this segment. That sound all right to you guys? Yeah, please. Right. Love it. Um, futures game announcement today. Three Padres minor leaguers on it. Talking about the future, uh, last segment. This is a very good harbinger of things to come. Hunter Renfro who is just lighting up uh, Pacific Coast League pitching uh, with his power down in uh, AAA. He's going to be on the U.S. team. Manny Margot and Carlos Oswahe, uh, those three guys are 1-2-3 and three in run scored in the PCL the entire league this year. So they know what it's like to be having a good season. They will now all be members of that Futures game here all-star week. Uh, this, I mean, this is exciting to get three guys, that's especially great. in the hometown thing. That's, I mean, that's and well-deserved. Very They're playing good impressive. baseball. They are. Yeah. No, they're all playing great. I mean, two of them coming over in that Craig Kimball trade. Right. And Aswahe was kind of the, uh, you know, I don't want to say throw-in, but he was obviously that's the, how least people on perceived the, it, yeah. the least on the prospect list and what he's doing. I mean, what everybody at AAA El Paso is doing this year is pretty incredible, but uh, really doing a lot of great things. Uh, they talk about really good hand-eye coordination and, and bat-to-ball skills and with the injuries this team has had up the middle this year, I mean, I think there's going to be a chance for uh, some middle infield openings down the road. And he's really put himself in a position to, to possibly be the second baseman of the future. Yeah, everyone keeps asking, uh, not just us, but any people who cover the Padres, when is Renfro coming up? When's Margot coming up? Yeah. It's actually a Swahe that may come up first because there's more of an opportunity in that middle infield yeah. than in some of these outfields. Just yeah. based on needs, what you might need. Uh huh. Yeah, you find out what you've got in Ryan Schimpf and you know, right. what you've, you know what you've got in some of these other bench guys. I mean, this guy's probably right behind them once they want to kind of take that next step into the future and see what he's got at this level. Uh, some other f- – you got something to say, Randy? That's just a good problem to have. I like, I like yes. hearing all this. You've got to make room for As an old guys. friend would say, it's not a problem. That's right. <laughs> uh, some other familiar names. They won't be playing, but will be involved as coaches, managers, or, or various other uh, roles during that game. So you've got Trevor Hoffman. He's managing the U.S. team. Moises Alou, also in the Padres front office, managing the world team. So that's going to be pretty cool. But uh, Mark Loretta, Mark Pryor, Gary Templeton, they're all going to be involved as coaches as well. That's so awesome. It's going to be a real Padres-tinged event. Uh, that and it, it's game. crazy that uh, Trevor set the uh, consecutive save streak, and Moises Alou broke it the next day with a home run. Small oh, world. Like that's it. how we get Gracie on the show for that font of knowledge that he often is. <laughs> Back to go, 98. Um, it's part, I wanted to ask you guys this because now with the Futures game and three Padres minor leaguers involved in it, a lot of people are saying, hey, we might have more guys in that than the real All-Star game. Might be something to, to really dig into a little bit more. So there, I think we can all agree there's the big four of All-Star Week events, right? There's the game itself. There's the home run derby, the Futures game, and that celebrity softball game that they put with the Futures game as part of a, a joint package. So there's your four. How would you rank them? What are you most excited to see here in person, be a part of, out of those four? Well, the game's number one for me. The main game. Yeah, the main game. Home run derby. I mean, it's almost like you said it. Then so the you, Futures game. You're taking them like that. And the softball's fourth. All right. Does it fall that easily in for you? Uh, no, no. I, the Derby's number one for me pretty easily. Uh, haven't been to a couple of these. And having been lucky enough to be in Cincinnati last year with that new format, and uh, it's incredible, the excitement. I, I just really hope that Will Myers 
is an all-star and gets to participate because to have that hometown guy in the home run derby is incredible. I don't know if I'll ever forgive Giancarlo Stanton for having such a down year because I was looking forward to him in the home <laughs> well, run yeah. derby with this Western Metal building. Do you need to be an all-star to be in the derby? Didn't they I have so. some, Didn't I they have someone a couple years ago that was not an all-star in it? Blooper, you might know better than uh, us, but I don't remember anybody not being an I all-star. I think you need to be an all-star. Yeah, all right, yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can double-check that. But, uh, yeah, it would definitely be – for me, that's – I have the derby. Well, let me finish your, your list first. So it's derby one. Derby, then game, uh, futures, and then softball. But uh, futures is really fun. I mean, those kids really get amped up because it's kind of their first taste of that – Big stadium, that That's big right. crowd. They're on the uh, big stage. Colin Ray, I got to see him, uh, you know, go out and, and throw a little last year. You could see there was some real anticipation. So those kids really get a lot out of that event. Blooper. Home run derby. Number one. Number one. Then game. Then celebrity. Then futures. Ooh, why? Uh, why celebrity before futures? I always spent five years minor league baseball. I've seen enough minor league guys. <laughs> He's had enough yeah. of the, of the <laughs> future. He's is seen it all. What it is? Well, there's ah. a possibility. I've heard a rumor too that Blooper may actually be the scorekeeper, the official scorekeeper for the celebrity softball game. Does that affect your decision at all? I feel a little bit of bias in your answer no, no, there. Th- no bias. No. Just. Excited to see that it's always a fun event on TV. I, so. I really hope there's a there's a huge like error base hit call that could swing. The game there, and that blooper is the one that's involved in trying that's to make that decision. Oh, I could you not. imagine? Hashtag blame blooper nationally. Going national. Oh, oh, let's make it happen. Great. That's our all-star week that's, goal. That's oh. 100%. Uh, for me, it's, it's derby number one because I think, uh, you know, for the all-star game, you don't really get that hometown pull. You can root for the guys that are in it. But to see a Will Myers potentially or a Matt Kemp win the thing, and that's, that's something, that, a victory that the fans of the Padres can just be able to own and say that's our guy who did it and that trophy stays here. I think that's going to be exciting. I love the new format. I've gone on record as saying it last year. Love the time browns, the brackets. I think it's awesome. Yep. And, uh, yeah, just seeing people trying to pepper the Western Metal Building here, trying to break the glass for our studios, trying that's going to be exciting for me. Trying? Well, trying to break the glass. We, yeah. you know, they'll be hitting it oh, for they'll sure. they'll be pounding yeah. Western Metal um, Building. And then, yeah, I'd say if I'm not in the celebrity softball game, which I'm coming to grips with the fact that my celebrity is not that though, big. Right? Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> then it would be number two. But if not, that would be at the end, regular game two, and then the Futures game three. So that's my list. Uh, let us know your call, uh, hashtag PadresSH. And look at this, Nikki Patriarca giving us uh, the info. Cespedes, Joanna Cespedes in the 2014 Home Run Derby was not an all-star, but he was in the Home Run Derby. So I, I thought that, that was the, familiar. That was when they were drafting, is that right? I think that's that was the last they, year when they picked That's when I think teams. they had captains, and the, the, the captains could pick whoever they right, wanted. Right, whoever they wanted, yeah. So, so there's, yeah, there's precedent. There is precedent. If Mike Stanton, get him here. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. Sorry. Helping us Sorry, out. Sorry, Giancarlo. Yeah, Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, but, no, uh, we would like to see Will Myers as both an all-star and a home run derby competitor. And a guy that wants to do it. Yes, which is the, the biggest part of all. Uh, voting ends, by the way, on Thursday for uh, the starters Get Will Myers votes. He's not going to catch Anthony Rizzo, I don't think, but at least get him in that top five, top three. I mean, yeah, do it, people. Come on. It's going to be manager's picks. You yeah. Know, and who he selects as the yeah. rest of the roster. No, he seems to be a, a, not a shoe-in, but as good of a, of a bet as you can make. I, I think. would agree. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Hashtag Padres SH. Uh, what are you looking forward to most uh, during All-Star Week of all the events that will be happening? 
There's more events, though, even when the All-Star Game's out of town. Uh, this summer, we've got a lot going on, including some baseball camps the Padres are still offering, going all the way through August 12th. Camps are open to kids ages 5 through 12. Kids get exceptional instruction, character development, and a unique Major League experience. Check out the upcoming camps in Scripps Ranch, Point Loma, Carlsbad, and Del Mar. For more info and to register, visit Padres.com slash play ball. It's a beautiful day. They're getting ready to play ball here. Padres and Orioles a little bit later, but more Padres Social Hour coming back after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. I uh, do want to give some thanks to some of these tweeters that are coming in. We were talking about guys who were uh, in the home run derby but not all-stars. And uh, Nikki, because she's here in the studio, can get my attention sooner. But uh, Kyle Hatton, Matthew Green, Justin Mullaney, thank you for also letting us know about Cespedes. And uh, Sean Lightfoot saying Pedro Alvarez a few years back as well. So thanks for keeping us on our toe guys, toes, guys. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to the crowd here today, too. Make some noise, guys. we got a great yeah. group here. For Tuesday awesome. night. Yeah, looking Boy, good. Boy, they're fired up. Yeah, very fired much up. so. Um, earlier today, we, um, you, were, uh, you were talking with Blooper, Gracie, and yeah. you sh shared with him a picture for a very special day for you. Yeah. And it's a great photo and a great story, so I wanted to give you a chance to uh, share that today. Yeah, uh, family, uh, some family dug up this photo. It's a picture of my mom from the uh, Evening Union back in 1973. She was uh, one of the original Padrettes, uh, I guess the precursor to the pod squad. This is from 1973, getting her, her ball cap signed by Lefty Grove and Eno Slaughter before an old-timers game in 1973. And uh, today would have been her birthday. She passed away earlier this fall. But, uh, wow. you know, just wanted to share that with my uh, friends and family and uh, the Padre Social Hour family. So just thought it was a pretty cool photo. And, uh, that's a great photo. I got the newspaper clipping. Yeah, it looked yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. I mean, that was, a, that was their big-time old-timers games. Yeah. And Lefty Grove. And so that's those that's guys showing up. That's where all my Padre fandom came from. My mom, she used to make make signs for RJ about in right field, all that's the way with awesome, RJ. Yeah, uh, that's so great. Padres that's nice. fans uh, from the beginning. So ah, that's great very awesome. Yeah. Padre, I love I love the name. Yeah, it's very yeah. cool. Yeah, used yeah, to go cool. out and sweep the bases. You know, fun little stuff like that. <laughs> very cool. All right. Uh, so thanks for sharing that, Mike. Thank uh, you. It's a great a great picture and a great story. Um, I wanted to get your your quick opinion on this last night. So I was uh, watching this unfold out in New York yesterday. Did you see this rain delay game? Last night, Randy, the yep. Rangers and the Yankees. So the Rangers, uh, they're playing in rain throughout the whole game. You've seen it, I, I'm assuming. Chris. A little bit, yep. yeah. So the, the Yankees take a 6-5 lead into the top of the ninth inning, and the rain just starts coming down. Umpires say, let's, let's hold off, you know, rain delay here. And they end up waiting three hours and 35 minutes to come back and finish the ninth inning. Rangers end up rallying, and they win it 9-6, to six, having entered 6-5. Wow. The game finishes at 2.44 a.m., on the East Coast, the game, the rain delay was longer than the game. I mean, crazy. So yeah. I was wondering, I mean, as it, a player, you've got to, that you can't be happy with that. And how do you, what would you have done? What, how can you change this rule to make sure that this doesn't happen anymore? Just keep playing cards. Get over it. It's just a game. If it rains, rain, got a rain delay, got a rain delay. Three and a half hours, Way. though? That piss you yeah. off? Keep dealing the cards, I man. was a little surprised they didn't bring Chapman back. So they brought Chapman in, and he faced one batter, walked a guy, and they didn't bring him back in. You know, three hours later. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, you know. But yeah, but you know, <laughs> that's a lot of coffee, man. Those <laughs> right? I'm thinking somebody had a lot of coffee, like the Rangers. I mean, it's cr it's it's. They must it have been fired up. I couldn't believe that. I mean, the fact that I mean, it's the umpire's call, the crew chief's call, but to just sit there going until three in the morning. I'm in, I'm impressed. You can sit around there for three hours plus, 
and come out and score, score a run, come back and win the game. Well, it's almost like a whole new game you're playing. I, yeah, but I mean, the, I mean, by two thirty, I'm going to go. Th- I'm, I'm thinking well, to go was, through the motions. Let's get out of here. It was but crazy. No, it was a I like of, it. Bunch of hit batters by the guy that came back in, right? And then a couple singles, and yeah. the, the Rangers scored four there. So really bizarre game. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a feeling that. Probably got a little help scoring yeah. those. As runs. you can imagine, not a very capacity crowd by the end of that uh, rain delay in the Bronx uh, last <laughs> night. Um, no, it was it was just weird, weird, weird. There's, they got to do something about that because there there's no reason you should be waiting around three and well, a half hours doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know why you want you to pick up the game when the next yeah. time you play. Start the next day. They're playing today, so you why know not? What, you know, why not just pick it up then? Yeah, yeah, I, one inning. Insane. Yeah. Insane. So, uh, interesting story. Uh, check out all the, the hot takes on what to do with rain delay rules that are uh, littering the Internet today. Uh, big week for us here at Petco Park. It's the opening of the Padres Hall of Fame on Friday. And to mark the opening of the Hall of Fame, it's going to be all fans in attendance receiving before that night's 740 game against the Yankees. Speaking of, a Padres Hall of Fame coffee table book presented by Petco. Take home a piece of history. It's a beautiful book. You'll want, to, you'll want to get your hands on it. Get your tickets today at Padres.com. Getting you ready for that Padres-Orioles game one of two coming your way tonight, and we're back with more Padres Social Hour. Don't go far. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. We're back. The Padres, 13-11 and 11 in June, winners of six of their last eight, now come home for the last homestand before All-Star Week. They do have one more road trip, but, yeah, these, right around the corner in this All-Star game. Right it's around scary. the corner. Have you heard of, about any of the events going on? Have you, have you heard that it's coming at all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slightly, Looks huh? like I might be at half <laughs> of them. A whole lot of ink on yeah. Randy's schedule. <laughs> yeah, that, you're a busy that, man. That calendar's looking very interesting. I, you just officially announced today you're going to be at the – it said attending the color run, so you're not running. We're kind of launching day. it. Heath Bell and I will be out there first thing in the morning kind of getting it going. All right. But not actually. Heath Bell does not strike me as a 5K runner, uh, and Randy no. seems to not want to have any part I bet of that he does, either. Actually, I'm afraid that my calendar is full. I haven't yeah. got time. It's gonna be jam packed. You, you should get to get right to another event, right? Uh, that's right. If you see RJ at all during that All Star Week, uh, just let him go. Don't bother yeah. him because he's got places to be, uh, people to yeah, see, fan fest hands to shake. I'll be at Fan Fest Friday morning. There you go. And, we'll, we'll get to your full schedule as we get closer to, okay. so people know if where to find you. If I go to, to Fan Fest, can I get your autograph? Sure. Yes. He Anything. won't give it to you here. That's Anything. for sure. <laughs> Anything to help your career, Blooper. You Thank know you. <laughs> All right, let's get to tonight's lineup. By the way, we're still waiting on Travis Jankowski, hoping to get him on the show still toward the end. So stick told, around for that. You. I told you. I told us what? I told Blooper to get a hold of me. I know. I mean, well, we're, we're trying to not use you as a crutch. You're a well, brace you, glass in case of well, emergency when we need the help. You know, <laughs> we'll see. He's on his way. I'm so tired. I don't need to bother you with my stuff. I'm so tired of this. <laughs> let's get to tonight's lineup presented by United <laughs> Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. With the John Jay injury, now we're seeing some shuffling. It's Melvin Upton Jr. leading off and playing center field tonight with Will Myers at first base and then Matt Kemp in right field. Young Harris Solarte plays third base and hits cleanup with the now newly re-promoted Alex Dickerson in left field batting fifth. Christian Bethencourt catches. Alexa Ramirez plays short. Ryan Schimpf will be at second base batting eighth. And Eric Johnson, who had a rough start against these very same Orioles his last time out, still looking to get on track for the Padres uh, back on the hill tonight. Seven home runs in 14 and two-thirds innings for Johnson as a Padre. That ain't good. Yeah, Not going to win too many games that way. I, 
I think he worked on a few things in his last bullpen. I so would hopefully hope hopefully so. Well, apparently, the sinker is in the in the mix now. Well, He's working on his little, sinker. A little two-seamer, something that you, moves you a little a, bit. You had a little word with him? Yeah, and, and, and maybe a little bit more break to that slider. You know, a little, late, a little later break, but a little more. All right, well, hopefully he help. listens. Whenever you give blooper advice, he never takes it to heart. But I think pitcher to pitcher, you may have – some yeah. more success out I, there. I, he's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, he said after his last start, even though it was, what was it, four innings, nine earned or six earned, he said, I felt like there's some breakthrough coming, just not quite there yet. So hopefully we can take him at his word. All right, takes us now to our Supercuts head-to-head challenge. And with a day off yesterday, we have to go back two days for the last score. And it was Alexi Amarisa for the couch who went 0 for 3. Will Myers for Blooper who went 0 for 4. Oh. So it did not give me much to work with, but Amarisa had a nice play in right field defensively. So I gave it to the couch. Why not? That now makes it four in a row for the couch. Longest winning streak for the couch all year. Wow. And Blooper's lead now all of a sudden down to 11 Blooper, uh, scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you about keeping this, this lead intact? I'm not worried. Not worried at not all? Not worried at all. Wow. It's out of, nine. <laughs> out of 9. Out of 9. Not worried. <laughs> the first pick tonight goes back to you, Mike Grace. You have a chance to make it five in a row and yeah. to, to really put a scare into Bloop. All right. Next to the lefty from Poway, I'm going with the lefty from Poway, Alex Dickerson. Nice. I, I like, like that. that. Very, very poetic, Michael. I like it. All right. So Alex Dickerson is back in the lineup. And Blooper. I'm going to pick Will Myers. <laughs> oh, jeez. No surprise. After, uh, after he know. picked Kemp for five straight days, he's got Myers now for two in a row. So we'll see how that goes. A chance to get it to ten. You watch a basketball game, you know, late in the game, it's always, hey, get it to single digits, and we got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> the couch is getting there slowly but surely. <laughs> we need to Not take worried. some threes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if only, well, we had the one day we had a two-pointer because Blooper skipped the day, so we made it up. And but I won. And he did win. Yeah, uh, that's the oh, problem. Oh, thanks yeah, for sharing exactly. that. I'm the best. <laughs> That's the Supercuts Head to Head Challenge. I wish that, uh, that Grace Blooper could meet Grace R.J. Bobblehead and have a conversation. <laughs> if only like we could Phil put Hendry that together. Yeah. That'll be interesting. At Supercuts, they pay attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find the Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. There is more Padres Social Hour on the way. Don't you worry. We're back right after this. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back again, Orioles and Padres. That's game one of two coming your way in just about an hour's time for his pitch. Then it's another off day. Man, these guys just get so many breaks all of a sudden. Then the Yankees come into town. It's like three off days in the last week. What's wrong with that? I thought, you know, players got to be a man, got to get out there every day. Players got to play, 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 play. (laughs) Well done, Mike. Let's see if you show up that Thursday after the All-Star game. Let's see if you show up. Oh, that's a low blow because you know Uh, I'll be out of town. (laughs) That's a low blow. I'll be here the day after the All-Star game when no one one else is around. Be here on July 4th. Put in the time. I put in the time, Randy. All Um, baseball players, that's one thing you know. There's a holiday. You're playing. You're playing. Exactly. Baby. Randy doesn't know yet, but he's scheduled for July 4th. Oh, so. there, you and I both. Look at that. We'll get some hot dogs and hamburgers and have a party here. No, I, he lied to you. I'm not scheduled July 4th. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll see. He'll be here. All right. Yeah, uh, you're putting me on the hot seat here, uh, talking to me. But I'm gonna turn the tables now. Put you on the Cholula hot seat. Well, you too, Gracie. Yeah. So oh, I guess okay. it, yeah, you're it's, in it's there too. I, I got your back. And, uh, actually, our first question comes from Twitter. Uh, and not really a question, but Carly at Hanalella87 says, nice socks, Mike D. Grace. Explain these, what, what you got on for the folks that may not notice. Uh, my mom was like the biggest Rolling Stones fan you uh, could ever meet. First concert I ever went to was a Rolling Stones. So just a little tribute. 
That's all. Nice. You got yeah. the yeah the tongue sticking out the logo. Tongue, the the, the team act the word mark. Yeah. And so. your your stones. We were talking about this you and I before over the Beatles. That's like the big yeah yeah debate. No, I, so stones over the Beatles for me. I, I know Blooper's gonna his head's gonna explode. But yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I like the blues much more than pop music. So uh, absolutely, oh. it's where it's where my musical taste started with the Rolling Stones. Wow. Well, are you a Stones or a Beatles guy, RJ? If you were to pick one of both, the other. I liked them both. If I if I only get one. Huh? You only get one. <laughs> I, I do the Beatles first. All right, finally. But the Stones are right there. Yeah. This was, you're, you told me last time you guys were on, Gracie, that you, whenever you try and get Randy to pick a side, he always just goes right down the middle. I could do both. Or I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, one I mean, or the yeah, other. But that's the first thing I thought of when he, when he talked about the Stones. My first thought was, well, I like, like both the groups. Yeah. So they don't. No, they are both very good. I didn't um, know you were that old. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm an old soul. <laughs> hey, you can find anything online I'm now. I don't care how old you are. You're going to be able to enjoy it. Um, I saw when they were young. They still, I mean, they still perform. They still got it. That's what, what I hear. I mean, I saw them when it was real. <laughs> back back in know? the prime. I mean, they, um, they, all were, right. they so weren't on Social Security. Some other <laughs> <laughs> they still deliver, though. Shots fired, Randy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, hey, uh, hey uh, Mick Jagger, if you're watching, hey, you ever want to come here to set the record straight with Randy, you come on down. We're, we're more than welcome. Yeah, Looper already ran him off once. He's yeah. not coming here. <laughs> yeah. Never coming back. Um, another question for you guys, and this one coming from me. We didn't see this guy in the games they played last week. Manny Machado for the Orioles. He's serving the suspension. He's back now against the Padres for this series. And this guy, I mean, he's, he's a lineup changer. They say baseball's a team game. It is nine guys you trot out there, but he affects an entire lineup. His defense is outstanding. Uh, this is a guy, where, where do you see him in terms of the sort of the Trout, Harper, that upper echelon of guys in the game right now? Is he up there for you yet or just not quite? No. Not there yet. Why not? Uh, because, you know, I, I think Eric Johnson can hit him this first time up and he'll get suspended again. So, <laughs> you know, that's what I would do. But that's just an old pitcher talking about what he'd do. And, you know, no, I mean, a good player, but I don't think he's quite at that trout level, in my opinion. How about you, Gracie? He's there for me. Uh, he's absolutely it's, – it's a one, two, three. And for me, because he can play a really good shortstop, you could make the argument over – Bryce Harper, I, I think. Uh, I mean, he's he's a absolutely game-changing. To be able to do that at shortstop, the power, I mean, what, he's like a 980 OPS. He, his age, the sky's the limit, and I, I'd put him absolutely in that top three. And I think Mike Trout is a little step above everybody at this point, but I think it's a little bit of an argument between him and Bryce Harper. I just, I just got a problem with the American League. I mean, you know, I can't – the junior circuit. You know, I'm a National League guy. I mean, and he, ooh, we just there got peppered. Yeah, there we go. Little Manny batting Chato practice ball. I bet that was Manny. That was Manny. That was Manny. Yeah, he's sending you a message, RJ. Looper gets so scared. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, Machado, he came up with a shortstop, plays third base uh, now, but he can pop back and forth. And I think that defense is really does, and no, no offense to the American League, I'm not trying to send any, RJ is. I will, but I'm I think at that point, I mean, He's a guy, Trout, I agree. He's in a class by himself because he's done it for so many years. Harper, I mean, last year was otherworldly, but even the years before that weren't that great yet. But Machado, I think he's right there. I just think the fact that Harper plays a corner outfield, he actually isn't that great of a defender. He's got a great arm, but uh, the, the range isn't that there, and I don't think it's going to get that much better. The fact that he can play an above-average shortstop, I mean, that premium position – like Mike Trout, a center fielder, that, that takes it to another level, and the offense is there. So. Yeah, anytime you got the offense and you're playing up the middle, it's going to make a bigger impact. Yep. Like that, that's true. Yeah, I mean, he has some, uh, Sporting News uh, released their rankings, the top 50 MLB players last week, and uh, Machado was four behind Kershaw. We don't and have I, Kershaw in this discussion because he's a pitcher for now, but I, yeah. And I'd put him ahead of Kershaw personally. Really? Yeah, I would. 
Sorry, I know he's a left-handed pitcher. Are you serious? If looks could kill, Randy would have had you dead to rights like five times already this show, Crazy. Let me tell you. What if Kershaw threw from his right hand? I wouldn't even mention his name. <laughs> Left, lefty recognized lefty. That's how it goes. Hey, get uh, over it. Yeah? That's right. Here you All right. Travis Jankowski's here. We see him on studio, so we're going to have him on right when we come back. Uncap real flavor with Cholula hot sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Freddie himself will be joining us when we come back. This is Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. 7-10, Eric Johnson for the Padres, Ubaldo Jimenez for the Orioles. It's a rematch of the game two of the series last week at Camden Yards. Now they get it done here at Petco Park tonight. We kicked out Mike Grace and we upgraded the speed on the couch. I think that's better for our lineup. Travis Jankowski in the house. What's uh, happening? One of our leadoff hitters. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. What's up, guys? Thanks for dressing up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Had to look good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Travis so, keeping it casual. Man, yeah, he's keeping it casual. Nothing man. wrong with that. No, we like that around here. Um, Get the night off tonight, but you had a, I mean, you had a great week. Uh, unfortunately, it's because of an injury to a teammate, John Jay. But, uh, I mean, getting on base over 40% of the time that road trip, stole some bags, playing some good center field. Uh, I, I know you can't say you know, you're excited because someone else got hurt, but when you get that opportunity, I mean, what was that mentality for you to take that and run with it? Yeah, you know, I just wanted to hit the ground running. Um, I didn't want to take, uh, you know, two or three days to get adjusted. I wanted to get right in there and... Um, you know, to do so, I was just working a lot. Uh, well, I was kind of being the bench player um, when John was playing and playing well. So, you know, I just hit the ground running, and from there, you know, it just kind of took care of itself. Yeah, great experience. Every, every start you can get in those four bats and whatever it might be are invaluable to you. And, you know, I know how hard you work because you never know you're going to come in that day and be in the lineup. Yep. You know, and you're always ready to do that, which is really, really <laughs> impressive. But overall, but – to get that game game on exposure like you get this road trip is invaluable. I mean, you get multiple days where you can make a few adjustments and things like that. I mean, that's got to help you as, as you move forward. Yeah, it's huge. And, you know, seeing live pitching every day and seeing the same pitcher, um, you know, the starter three times a day is huge. Um, you can make an adjustment from your first at bat to your second at bat instead of facing some guy throwing 98 in a bullpen and getting exactly. three strikes to play with. So. Yeah, it's, it's huge, and it's, it's a lot more comfortable uh, being in the starting lineup. And what's some, stuff, what's some stuff you were learning from John, from Melvin, from Matt Kemp when you're a bench guy coming in late? What have you been learning watching them up until now that you can use once you're in every day? Just being ready at any point in time during the game. Um, you know, you have to treat every day as if, you know, unfortunately John's going to get injured in center or B.J. or Matty's going to go down in right or left, and you just have to be ready for that, you know, whether it's in the second inning or in the seventh inning. So, you know, it's just getting your mind right before the game and doing your pregame study of the pitcher and, you know, opposing hitters. And from there, just, uh, you know, getting in and doing what you can. You know, so you talk about, you know, day in and day out and, and you know, work, working with Andy's injury all the time, working on hitting. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're not getting the reps, the at-bats. The most important part is, you know, you're always working on something probably with Andy when you're taking BP and everything else, always something you're striving to get a little bit better all the time. For sure. You know, today I thought I had a pretty good, you know, six-game road trip there and getting the cage today and it's all right, we're going to work on something new. You know, and yeah. it's not even changing your whole swing. It's just, you know, critiquing it and making it better. You know, and the, I always say that the day you stop learning or day you want to stop getting better is the day you need to retire because this game humbles you quick. Yeah, very, very quick. Nope. And, and it's one of the great things about it. I mean, that's, 
That's what you love. Every day is different when you come out here to the ballpark, you know especially it. when you're playing. Yes. Mm. It, it humbled me when I was 11. That's when I knew to call it quits. You guys made it a little bit further than I did, uh, and Travis was still going. Um, let's talk about the other side, the defense. That's kind of what you were known for uh, earlier in the year when you were coming in late in the game. How much of that, because I'm curious, is the positioning and the scouting, and how much of it is just your natural ability, your speed, your reads, that kind of stuff? What's the balance between what you've been taught and what you just have inside of you? Yeah, I would say it's more so uh, the positioning. And, um, gosh, we do shifts all the time. And Tarek, our, our uh, outfield coach, is always on the top step of the dugout moving us. So that plays a huge role in it. And then, you know, once the ball's in play, it's just instinct. You know, I, I joke around. I'm like a little dog out there just going and playing fetch and catching <laughs> the ball, yeah. you know. So I just I never want to let that ball hit the ground. So I'll do whatever I can to, you know, catch it if it's going up against a wall or diving in the gap or – you know, going over a wall. I think be moving you and knowing the hitter's tendencies, though, it kind of it really does help you as far as being alert and the ball's not going to surprise you. You know, that's because you move there because there's tendencies to hit it there. So right. a line drive right at you won't be as surprising if you didn't know the tendency. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, a line drive right at you, you can make a play on it rather than have to, you know, find an angle on it if you were positioned differently. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty vital. Crazy. Uh, we, uh, some of your best, some of the best plays we've seen here in the outfield have been courtesy of you this year. So it's it's been super exciting. Uh, you mentioned a dog playing fetch. I mean, the speed's a big part of your game. Let me ask you: Everyone on this roster is healthy, a hundred percent. Is anybody beating you in a foot race, like a hundred yard dash? You're gonna make me answer that. Yeah. Go for it. I'm gonna say no. That a boy. There we go. <laughs> I like it. I know Corey's gonna be mad and maybe even weeksy, but uh, and BJ too. Shoot, I forgot about him. But tell him, tell him to get over it. Yeah, they'll get over <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, it's me for sure then. That's right. Yeah, they'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Spangie and, and Jamal, they just want to get running again. But, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Melvin, I mean, he's a specimen. I mean, playing as long as he has, and he looks like he did his rookie year. It's crazy. Yeah, him stealing a base is what I love. Man, just him getting to stride so quick and getting a read on the pitchers, it's, it's an art. That's what it is. It's, it's impressive. And something you continue to work on probably as well. Oh, for yeah, sure. That first crossover, that first two steps are critical in yeah. stealing that base. Yeah. You know and I know it. I've gone yeah. in and watched film on him stealing bases. Like, that's, that's how, you know, great I think he is at it. So, that's, uh, yeah, that's how much I kind of look up to him, and he's helped me. You know, I thought it was interesting today when I walk in, you know, today, and you're in the training room, and actually you got one of the trainers, you know, taking the calluses off your hands. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, I mean you, know, people you gotta think, have smooth hands. I mean, yeah, but no, I'm just saying these cattle, they can build up and, and create tension in the wrong spots, uh -huh. you know, if you keep swinging the bat. But that's how much these guys swing the bat. They got calluses all over their hands, how tough they are, you know. And yeah, yeah, down there, they call it skiving, skiving that, those calluses. Yeah. Off. You know, you have to and do it or you'll build up. Next thing you know, you get a blood blister. And they're terrible. That's right. You can even see the little ones I got there, but. Yeah. Yeah, I got my manicure today, so I'm that good to go. A, that was good. <laughs> I mean, and on the team dime, right? You don't, you don't have to go to a salon <laughs> yeah, exactly. or anything. You get right. it done here right in house. Smart no. man. I like that a lot. That was um, good. Is the running, you had five steals last week mm -hmm. in six starts. Is that something you think you can really bring to this lineup with you in it every day? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, my biggest goal is just to get on base. Um, whether I'm leading off, hitting eighth, hitting ninth, wherever I am, I want to get on base. And, you know, if, uh, if Will and Maddie continue to swing it the way that they can, just be a run, uh, a run scorer, and they can be the, the guys who drive me in. You know, I get on first, steal second, and watch Will and Maddie do their job and, and pick me up. And I think the great thing is to get more opportunities to start getting those forward bats, you know, and convincing, convincing this organization that you should be leading off day in and day out. You know, I like that. That's the attitude you got to have. I've you know, been there, done that. Yeah. That's what you got to do when you get yeah. those opportunities, make the best of them. You got to jump on them because yeah. they're few and far between, and if you don't produce – 
You don't know when that well, next one's coming. Well, it's one thing you get a few hits, but how about a you know how about a good walk? You know, all of a sudden you're you steal second, you're in scoring position. Right. The little things like that. Those mm-hmm. are intangibles that really make a big difference. You know, being an old starting pitcher. See, I like that stuff. <laughs> I, I want runs, boys. I need runs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Hey. That's the the weird thing we were talking about all year on the show. When the pitching was doing great, the offense was scuffling a bit. Now the offense has been clicking, and the pitching wasn't really there. But when the pitching was going out there, and you guys hadn't really clicked yet offensively, uh, you know, Randy, you were saying how the pitchers just got to do what you got to do. But it's got to be nice when the offense starts coming around like it Whoa. has in June. How fun has that been? You guys are just, I mean, best offense in the National League. I tell you what, it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to be a part of, and uh, man, that's baseball at its finest. You know, getting guys on, getting them over, and getting them in. Start swinging the bat a little bit, gets infectious. Yeah, the whole lineup. It's contagious. It? Oh, it's I contagious, like that, man. man. Just, I love it. I think it's great. I mean, when you see that, you know, you, you don't, we don't see it often enough. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Got to see it more. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, June has been nothing to complain and, about. And also, I think, you know, I, you know, you get an off day, you go play golf, and it's a good thing you play baseball because you got beat on the golf course, I heard. Hey, I played well. My partner let me down. Oh, throw him under the bus. It was Colin Ray. Of course, throw the pitcher under the bus. I should have done. <laughs> yeah. what, what else good is new? Stuff, what, uh, That's good. We were talking before, you guys got so many off days these last week mm-hmm. or two. What are your plans? Now you have one where you're at home, you don't got to travel. What's the off day plan day after tomorrow? Uh, well, I kind of want a day just to do nothing. Um, in Baltimore, I uh, spent it with my girlfriend, and we were out uh, in Inner Harbor, so we were walking around a little bit. Um, this past one in San Diego, went golfing, lost some money. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, went out and then, you know, had a dinner. So, uh, you know, I think this one I'm just going to relax and maybe watch a little bit of TV and right. catch up on some shows. I'm Enjoy it. I'm you some surfing lessons, man. Yeah. You got to look. Just <laughs> just hey, find me a board. I'll there we go. <laughs> Travis Jankowski, thank you very much. And, yeah, enjoy that well-earned time off. Thank you. Uh, Can you let the people know we're back on tomorrow at 11? Back on tomorrow at 11. There you go. You've heard it from Travis Jankowski, Bob Scanlon, and Mike Grace will be back again. Thanks for watching Padre Social Hour, everybody. See ya.